1: Hi, this is Dr. Christian Conti, and on behalf of Ray Lewis, we want to wish you, your family, and loved ones a very Merry Christmas. Today, we'll be bringing you one of our favorite episodes from the past couple months. It's our interview with former ACC Player of the Year, James Conner. His story is truly amazing, and since we talked to him in early November, James was named first team All-ACC after rushing for over 1,000 yards and 16 TDs. And since we last talked to him, James also won the Disney Sports Spirit Award, which is presented annually to college football's most inspirational figure. He also won the ACC's Brian Piccolo Award, which is given to college football's most courageous player. And Ray and I have no doubt that when you hear this podcast, you'll know exactly why James Conner is college football's most inspirational and courageous player. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lesson of sports. Ray, my man, how you doing? Dog. What's going on, man? Man, I'm telling you what, it is a beautiful day here and I am pumped because the guest that we have on here is what this show is really all about. Today we are going to... We are going to bring people uh, a young man that is just phenomenal. His name is James Conner. He's a running back from Pittsburgh University. Let me just tell you this real quickly about to bring our listeners up to date in case you don't already know. In 2014, James Conner was the ACC Player of the Year and Offensive Player of the Year. He rushed for almost 1,800 yards and had 26 TDs. Now listen, in case anybody out there is counting, that's more TDs than the Heisman Trophy winner from Pitt. And uh, future hall uh, and hall of famer Tony Dorsett had in in a season. So my man, he could run the ball. He can run phenomenally. And James' story, besides being a phenomenal athlete and runner, really took a turn in 2015. In the opening half of the first game, he got a season-ending right knee injury in his MCL. He's going to talk a little bit about that in the opener. But when that happened, he ended up getting finding out a whole lot more than he had uh, a knee injury. He found out some serious news, and we're going to talk about that news and, and how James has made a comeback. So first of all, James, welcome to the show. I appreciate you guys so much for having me.
2: James, welcome, my man. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you.
3: Uh, man, Ray, it's a pleasure to talk to you. You don't know how much you influenced me, just your intensity you brought to the game, man. Like Even though I'm a running back, just you made me want to play defense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it sounds like... It sounds like, from what I read, it sounds like you play running back like you play a defense.
3: Yeah, you got to, you know, and I got a little defensive end in my in my in my history, so you know, I just, you know, every game I'm, I I just come with it.
2: What makes you so so when you're so when you're running the ball? This is a good. I just want to ask you this: so, what makes you decide if you're going to run over somebody or if you're going to stiff armor? What makes you decide that?
3: really whatever I feel like can get me the most amount of yards if I'm in a tight space yeah. and you know yeah. a defender's in my way I got to set the tone and let them know you know it's 60 minutes of football so I'm going to just run him over but if it's one man to beat I try to stiff on him and and try to you know move the chains as much as I can
2: yeah where did your uh where did your passion like for the game like like when did when did you know know that this was what you wanted to do like what age was that
3: well, funny story, actually, fifth grade was my first year of football. And, you know, I did decent. And then the next year, the coach was calling my house and, you know, asking me if I wanted to sign up again. And I wouldn't answer the phone because <laughs> I didn't want to play. And then my mom actually said, you know, I think you should play, you know, keep me out of trouble. And so she signed me up. And then I just fell in love with it. For some reason, you know, I think one day just hit me. And, yeah. you know, the, the feeling that I got in my stomach and in my, in my heart, uh nothing compared nothing compares to that no no other accomplishment anything uh matches to the feeling you know when you take the field take the tunnel you just you know put no shoulder pads on you know that's uh that's priceless
2: wow and
1: how old are you now i'm 21
2: you're 21 years old 21 and
1: i gotta tell you i mean 21 years old this this young man is solid steel too but <laughs> like, he is built like he's solid steel
2: when I saw, when I, when I saw I looked him up and I saw six two two fifty. 250, I said, that's a grown man at 21.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the weight come from. You know, I just, you know, uh, my, my greatest, you know, uh, compliments is when, you know, linebackers tell me, you know, I'm the toughest they ever played. You know, I got that a lot last year and they tell me it's like a linebacker attacking a linebacker. So I just use that to my advantage. And, yeah, grown man over here. <laughs> it,
2: it really is. It really is. Did you ever, uh, Did you ever do any other sports, like, growing up?
3: Yeah, I played basketball, actually. I wish I would have ran track and field, you know, so I can be faster, you know, me being a running back. But uh, I also love the game of basketball
2: yeah 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 so what (laughs) so you had to be a point right you was a point
3: no I wasn't a point for my area I'm from Erie Pennsylvania in my area you know I'm 6'2 that you play center around so you
2: was a center yeah
3: (laughs) they got I I was just physical you know guarding the centers from other teams so you know I would have been a point guard at any other school yeah but yeah I I was actually you know power forward center
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely any brothers and sisters
3: I got four I'm the youngest I got four older brothers you're the youngest out yeah. of
2: four older brothers. Yeah, no, no, older brothers.
3: Yeah, four older brothers. Yeah, I don't got no sisters.
2: No sisters.
3: Yes, yeah, so man, used to- you have to
2: you have to explain to me what was that like growing up in your household and you're being the youngest boy.
3: Man, my brothers made me who the, the man I am today. You know, just uh, every day coming home dropping that book bag off and we wrestling and we fighting and we we doing something active you know every day just growing up and uh yeah the toughness and you know man just you know they just made me who i am today you know there's a lot of wrestling a lot a lot of broken tables and and all that type of stuff
1: I know. See, I I was going to say, you know, I know from having an older brother who was seven years who's seven years older than I am. Growing up, he won, uh, let's say, all the time, and so yeah, you right. probably had a lot of those experiences where when you were smaller, they're they're winning.
3: Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I, and I can't whoop none of them to this day. So actually, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> really. So 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 are all your
2: brothers. Uh, are 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 your size
3: or bigger? Yeah, we can go and talk about it. My oldest brother is Glenn. He's, uh, he's 26 years old. You know, he's about six, six four, 250. Um, and then there's Richard. Richard is 25. Richard, about six three. Richard's a little heavy. Richard, Richard, about 280. And, uh, then I got Michael. Uh, Michael is 24. He's in the Air Force right now. He lives in Florida. And, uh, Mike, Mike's about six one two thirty, but he's solid. He's you know, he, he he's a beast, you know, because he liked to wrestle and all that kind of stuff. And then I got a brother Rico who's uh twenty one. He's my step that's my step brother. And uh yeah. But, yeah so but he yeah, he's not bigger than me. He he's a little smaller, but yeah.
2: Dang man, so all you guys have got some real nice size.
3: Yeah, and I'm the only one that like to play football. You know, Erie was a snowy city a couple years back and uh they just they all like basketball. None of them like to play in the cold, but you know, I just yeah. fell in love with the game of football. So I'm the only one that really stuck with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know what, man, thanks for catching me up on your on your family side. I, I always like to to listen to the dynamics right of mm-hmm. people's families, so to see where they are, what what actually inspired them and in anything. Doc, I would love to. Uh, I would love to jump into into James' story, man, for all the listeners to really understand how how incredible this young man really is and and the things that he's dealing with.
1: Definitely. So you know, and back in when, once you had that knee injury, uh, mm-hmm. here comes Thanksgiving, and you get some news, mm-hmm. and and tell us about this news and and how this news hit you.
3: Well, starting back September fifth, two thousand fifteen, with my knee injury. It's, it's so crazy the way God works because, you know, I was very tired during the game, actually. And I wasn't going to take myself out, but God gave me that knee injury for a reason because without that knee injury, I'd have been playing, you know, with that mass, that tumor that was attached to my heart, you know, and keep taking shots to the chest, you know, Lord knows what could have happened. And so I tear wow. my knee and I'm just like, you know, wow, I work so hard, I'm in the best shape of my life. You know, and uh, I'm just devastated. You know, uh, my coach and my athletic trainer, they come in and tell me uh, my junior year, you know, I got plans to, you know, hopefully get to the highest level NFL. And they tell me that my seasons took it from me the first game, you know, instant tears. I'm, I'm crying like a baby. Uh, then I'm working out. I'm rehabbing my knee. And while I'm lifting weights, my head is swelling up. You know, I'm sweating at night. I got the night sweats and I'm taking all the doctors trying to prescribe me different stuff and nothing is working. I go to the, to the ear, nose, and throat specialist and she says, I want you to get an x-ray on your chest. I see, and she tells me that there's a mass attached to my heart, you know, and it's just like unbelievable news because you hear about people having cancer all the time. And to be yeah. honest, you say your prayer for them and, but you go about your day, you know, but when it's mm-hmm. you, it, when it's you, that's not leaving you. You know, every day it consumes you. It's the first thing on your mind when you wake up. It's the last thing on your mind when you lay down and uh it just crushed me cuz like i said i got brothers i got uh parents that love me and my whole life my older brothers they've been my security anything i needed they was there you know you young you get in the fights and right. they there they got your back but with this case they not no doctors or nothing they can do besides tell you to be strong and so i was crushed you know i'm not going to lie and but my brother told me they said handle your business and uh, i kept god first i always i've been keeping god first in my life And uh, Dr. Stanley Marsh is my doctor. He's the greatest ever. You know, he saved my life. And he put a great plan in place for me, you know, with receiving chemotherapy. And uh, I'm here today to tell my story. So I'm just forever blessed and forever grateful.
1: Yeah. You had mentioned something to me one day about when he told you a percentage. And Mm -hmm. that statement stuck with me because you said, I don't care if he said that there was a 2% chance. I knew that I was going to beat this. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Every day waking up, you think I'm living today and I'm going to accomplish something. When I woke up and he said, you got an 85% chance, it's like, man, you know, 85%. But like I said, you could have told me 2% chance, and and I'm giving everything I got. I'm fighting till I can't fight no more. And uh, that's what we did. And, you know, keeping God first, it paid off.
2: What do you think, what is the one thing why you was, when you first heard this, what was the one line what was the one person what was the one statement or what or even scripture what was the one thing that that kept you fighting because I, I hear you saying your relationship with god and i think if you elaborate on that we can really help people so they can realize like what did you grab hold to or remember bro that pulled you through that
3: jeremiah 29 11 that's jeremiah the one.
2: 29 11 my goodness.
3: For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future, you know. I got that actually tattooed on my leg right underneath my knee because that's my knee is the one that saved me. And so Jeremiah 29-11, I know everything he was doing was for a reason. And, you know, they... He he was there for me, and you know because I've always been a good-hearted person. You know I never done no wrong to people. I've always gave the game everything I got, and you know, with all this kind of stuff happening to me, all this terrible stuff, I knew it was you know the grass was green on the other side. So I just you know I stayed at it.
2: How amazing is your story when Jeremiah twenty nine speaks about hope for your future, and then you say, I think I think people need to hear this because you say. If I never went through my knees injury, then I may not be here today. Because if you took another shot to the chest, not knowing, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where sometimes, James, people don't realize that sometimes life, God throws out distractions or detours, right? And sometimes detours are to slow you down so you don't go down the totally wrong path. And, <laughs> exactly. and to hear that detour in your life at that moment for your knee to yes. just give out and, and blow out. And then you find out some deeper. Man, that's that's what I want to hear from you, because that's what yeah. I think people Right When we hear pain, we give up so quickly. When we hear tragedy, we give up so quickly. Like like like, what made JC say yeah. "I"? Like, no weapon forms here possible. What made JC say, "I'm gonna keep going regardless"? Like, what was that? What's that ingredient? Give give that to me. Give that to <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What gave you that?
3: It's so it's so funny for a running back to say, "I'm thankful for a knee injury." And wow. You know, like you said, you got to go through something in life. You know, you got to go through something. That's going to help you in your future. Me going through cancer, me going through a knee injury changed my life forever. Every day I'm waking up. I'm giving it everything I got. I don't take nothing for granted no more. I'm thankful God chose me, you know, to go through something tragic because now, like you said, no weapon formed against me and I just feel undefeated. I feel blessed and i think it's just that mindset you know I, th- I honestly think it's something you you're born with but when you go through something you got a choice you got an option however you want to attack it and i i just chose you know a, a, attack it and and don't fear nothing and <sighs> Just, this so blessed. It's, it's hard to say the ingredient, you know, and what it was, but yeah.
1: But, it, but to me, it sounds like it's it. It comes down to perspective, and Ray and I talk a ton about this, which is as he says, detours, and we talk about obstacles, which are when people face these things. It's like, wait a minute, they slow them down or stop them. Whereas. For you, you epitomize that you saw that obstacle and you helped that define your story rather than say, that's going to define my ending. That just mm-hmm. defines your adventure. And, and look, we're, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk a whole lot more about how James has has, has created this adventure uh, through his strength and through what he's done through his perspective. All right, we're back. We're talking with James Conner. This story is is so moving and so powerful. And, you know, we're hitting on some of the things that kept you going through there. My question for you is, were there ever times where you hit that wall? Because a lot of people out there that are listening are struggling and they may say, well, yeah, I have had moments where I was strong, but right now I'm facing a big wall and I don't feel like I can see over that. Did you ever have those moments?
2: James, hold on for a minute. You know what? Let, let, let me just set that up a little bit differently because I did research your story enough. And this is what Doc is asking. Tell us about that sixth treatment.
3: Yeah, That was uh, what I was about to say. Treatment number six, the halfway mark on a schedule of 12 treatments. I get it. I get the chemotherapy. And... The way my body is feeling, I don't have, I feel I feel paralyzed, I feel numb, nothing, my, my mind is blank. I just want to go to sleep, and I, I don't want to say I didn't want to wake up, but I just, what, what I was going through, I did not like it. And it, yeah, it was the halfway mark, and I could have looked at it as, <clears throat> man, I got six more, but I looked at it as, I only got six more left. And so, mm. you know, that perspective... I said, keep pushing, keep pushing because you're going to survive and and your story is going to be one for the books. And so that halfway mark, it was very rough. But one of the things that got me through it was a great supporting cast. And every after I was still coming back with my teammates and working out a 100 plus guys and I'm their leader. I'm a team captain and 100 plus guys every day. Um, I'm, I'm around them, lifting weights with them. Nothing but encouraging thoughts, family checking on me. I think that's so critical in a, a battle with cancer or a battle with anything is, you know, to not be lonely and have somebody you can talk to and, and just have people who are there for you. And so I definitely think my teammates, the whole uh, staff at the university, all my nurses, everybody just uh, uplifting, uplifting my spirits uh, through my whole journey, whole whole process. And, yeah, treatment six was rough. And also treatment eleven you know in and, and treatment 11 I remember I I'm, I'm driving back with my with my great friend Sean Gallagher I'm driving back and by every 5 minutes I I got to tell him to pull over and i I get out the car I'm throwing up and I'm just like I cannot do one more but then I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like you got you 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 mean to tell me you got one more and you're not going to finish strong you know I, that's like being the fourth quarter and they going to give you the ball and you say I'm too tired to run this in on the goal line no <laughs> not me you know so Treatment yeah. eleven was horrible. Damn, mm-hmm. Treatment twelve came around and I and I, and I crushed it. I crushed mm-hmm. treatment twelve. You know, because that, that that's it. You know, and uh, there was you know there was a chance that I was going to have to keep going do more treatments if if the scan wasn't showing that I was going to be clear. But uh, you know, just I, I I just had so much confidence in myself. Yeah, that that, that was going to be the last one. Yeah. The you
2: part- know what, man? It's it's really interesting because. Um, cancer cancer for me has been a, a bad thing in my family i've lost six people in the last five years and i just lost an aunt that i have to bury this saturday to the fight of cancer Sorry to hear um, that. yeah brother but but you know i think your story i think if there's someone just going through something right now that's that's going through those chemo sessions you know, I, I can inspire them from a different perspective. But what would you tell someone who's listening right now, who's going through that battle, who 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 may be on their fifth, sixth, seventh round of chemo and have a couple more? What did you tell them on on why to keep going, how to keep going? why share share from your perspective what you will tell them.
3: Well, an awesome thing that I can say to them is I know what you're going through because I know from firsthand experience what they're going through. And I would tell them to stay strong first and foremost, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: that there's somebody out there that loves you, even if you feel like nobody, you don't have family.
1: Mm.
3: I feel when you have cancer and you talk to other cancer survivors, you guys have a special bond that can't be broken. You guys have a connection forever, Mm. even if it's your first Mm. time meeting each other because... You went through something or you're going through something that a lot of people do go through, but mm-hmm. it's so it's so separate and it's so different just from everyday life that we have a, a bond. And I would tell them, make sure you, you're praying. Make sure that you mm. eating the right foods. Make sure you, you're staying active, you're getting up and maximizing any energy that you have because it does take away your energy from you. And I would mm. just tell them that there's somebody out here that I want to see you survive you know tell, you, tell yourself that you're not ready to go yet you know and you still mm. and, you, and you have a great story to tell even if you don't even if when you do beat this I would say that it's all confidence I would say not if you beat the, I would tell them when you beat this even if you're not returning to a football field be proud of that and know that you accomplished something a huge
1: milestone or you accomplished something that not a lot of people say they did What I want our listeners to hear from what you just said, it just went right through me, was I think anyone out there who feels alone and doesn't feel like they have that support system, I think what you just said is something that could reverberate through people, which is if they reach out and tell someone, even that bond of knowing, look... I we we have both are going through this struggle or have gone through this struggle makes you not alone. And I think right. that could really impact somebody out there is like, well maybe I don't get the kind of support or I don't have that kind of support. I don't feel it yet. Right. So what I hear you saying is have them reach out and mm-hmm. tell somebody and start to talk about it. And we can make
3: it personal. We could
1: you could tell them James Conner cares about you, even
3: if they don't know me. And even if even if it if it doesn't mean anything to them. They don't even care about football, but somebody out there cares
1: about you. Yeah. That's beautiful,
2: yeah, I think the game i'm I'm gonna just I won't put words in your mouth, but I think when you face things like this, you actually appreciate the moment of just tying up your cliques, right
3: man, before that hmm. the night I, before we stay in the hotel, yeah. the pre game meal, the bus ride over, yeah, seeing the fans tailgating, man, yeah, you just you don't you only, you only get so many opportunities for that you only get so many chances to experience that and now nothing goes
2: unnoticed. Nothing goes unnoticed. <laughs> you know what man let me tell you something uh your story i would uh I would challenge you to and I would challenge us to connect more um to have conversations not just on this. Yeah, Not just this one time, but to have more conversations about this, because as you know, there are a bunch of people that's struggling with this with this disease Mm -hmm. and 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 the motivation. Right. I think the one reason why me and Doc started this podcast is what we wanted to give people just a different insight that that, yeah, you do have support systems. You do have people you can lean on. You do have things and you do have solutions that that we can give you we 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 have affirmations that you can practice and when i listen to your story i think what inspires me the most is when i was reading part of your story today is the times that you didn't want to die and you said to yourself i'm not ready to die yet and you would close your eyes and you would meditate on these things to 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 ask yourself a question if if i'm not ready to go yet that means god has something greater for me exactly And, and and that's and and that's part of your story that that can save many a people bro who have who've given up young man because of because of this ugly disease and and but it can be defeated it can right and yeah and that's your story and that's the story that i want to be i want to be heard on this show today is that you can beat cancer cancer does not dictate if you change your mentality if you give god everything you have right and and bro, that's why I think um, wow. Um, I didn't I did not get him. I didn't go to tears when I read your story. I went more to strength when I read your story because I knew what you was talking about. I know what those low places feel like, mm-hmm. and that's what I want someone today listening, JC, to to you see. I didn't give you a quick nickname. Yeah, that's
3: the. I I got Ray Lewis call me, give me a nickname. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what, that's what can happen on Tackling Life, I'll tell you that. You know, Ray said something that was really, this is the, the, the core of it all, which is we want people to change their mentality. And for me, one of the things that stood out is when you used the phrase, uh, you had to get to your spot on that sixth time, I only got six more left. So you used the self-talk to go from this seems insurmountable to you made it. Surmountable, you made it to be able to overcome, and you did that by changing what Ray said, changing your mentality. People don't understand how strong the mind is, and how mm. how how, Amen. how much
3: Amen. more stronger my the mind goodness. is than than the body can be. Yes, and that's what I want to do: just change lives. You know, I want I want I want to write a book one day like Ray did. I want to start my own foundation of uh, people without family who's going through this, to not go through alone. I remember sitting in the chair receiving my medicine and I would have, sometimes my, my my players came with me, sometimes my head coach came, family. But I would see other people receiving treatment by themselves. And it's like, man, you know, I, and I, I got a group around me, but nobody's around them. And I would make conversation with them, but I know that when they leave there, you know, they don't got nobody to talk to. So I just, some way, somehow, you know like you said about the problem solver you see yeah. you see a conflict we we find a problem for it and uh we just get started you well, know
1: well you you mentioned and and I can't wait to replay the repay the kindness for the remainder of my life the kindness was shown to you and Ray and I talk about this literally constantly which is you can be a source and energy of, of, of loving kindness by the way you walk down the street by the mm-hmm. way you walk and just you know by smiling at somebody by having that presence and using your energy for something good it doesn't have to be monumental it can be the tiniest things where you just really show that kindness um, and that, that can be life changing sucks. <laughs>
2: You know what? You know what? Listen, but 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 the, the listen, the life changing thing that I want people to understand is what J.C. said was the mind, the mind. There's something about the mind. Once you tap into it, you realize that if you ch- if, if you channel and J.C., you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you see yourself, that's what I'm talking about. When it, the imagination, you you saw yourself coming out of this. You saw yourself on the other side of this. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't succumb to saying, "Nah, oh my gosh, man, this is terrible. I'm gonna miss my season." You said, "You know what? I'm, I'm at. I'm at week six. I'm gonna get to week twelve, regardless on what the doctor may say." So see. So look, I told my parents. I told my family this other day, and it was so adamant in my spirit because I kept saying, "We keep trusting freaking doctors, but the greatest doctor ever." It's the doctor of all doctors, the king of all kings.
0: right? Mm -hmm. Right.
2: And and, and, and that's the thing that we get away from, bro. So so I'm telling you, man, your your message, the reason why I'm so glad we had you on, because you gave me a different perspective on. I I deal with cancer patients all the time and you know what it looks like, bro, to to deal with these kids. And you walk in and, and you look at these kids fighting and I just lost a 13 year old kid one of the most beautiful spirits you'll ever meet in your life, but his mind was made up that he was okay. Mm, right. You know? And and, and and I think out of this whole thing, what you did for me, and I hope what you did for a lot of other listeners is let them know that, you know, to, 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 to defeat anything in life, you got to make up your mind to go do it. Yeah?
3: Right. Have that vision. Yeah. You know, I, was, I, that I, vision. I, would, I would imagine all the time, you know, like I was a little kid, I would see myself what that first game was going to be like after all this was all over. I would see myself, you know, running down the field with the ball in my hand, cancer free, you know, and I just would, you know, you got, you got to see that type of stuff.
1: And you know what? It's about, uh, when we talk about walking down the street and we talk about, um, being able to to provide somebody uh, a smile we talk about trying to provide some light for people you know what we got to be remember that just to break it down motivation can come from all kind of different places and things and one of the most important motivators is your appearance because uh we talk about you know your appearance and your presentation is the first thing people are going to say and those are factors in confidence um
2: doc let me let me explain something to you about your appearance My uncle, my uncle told me this years ago, and I will never forget this, a day in my life. He said, I don't care if you got a dollar in your pocket. He said, make sure you look good and you smell good. Somebody, somebody going to notice you.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Because hey, look, when you look, when you look good, you feel better about yourself. And that feeling's like a huge motivator in all aspects of life. Speaking of which. The 5 4 Club is a really simple and effective way to help get that extra push of confidence.
2: Listen, first of all, they send you exclusive clothing right to your door every month that you can't find anywhere else. Their team of top designers and stylists give you advice and recommendations on different ways. To wear each piece and really help you to to really diversify diversify your closet and your outfits actually
1: hey if you sign up at 54 club.com and create a profile based on your style and preferences look whether you're looking for clothes for the office the club or just for a lazy weekend 54 club has you covered for sixty dollars a month you become a member of this exclusive brand members get free delivery free size exchanges 50% off all items in their e store and the how to wear style suggestions. November's a special month featuring an exclusive Mark McNary and 5'4 collaboration capsule. Just for being a listener of Tackling Life, 5'4 Club is offering our fans 40% off your first month's package when you use the promo code LIFE at checkout. They're also throwing in a free pair of Mark McNary sunglasses valued at $75. That's 54 club.com and use code life at checkout for 40% off and a free pair of shades with your order.
2: Doc, hold on now. One more thing. One more thing. We believe in you guys and we want you to see the clothes that, that actually motivate you. Listen, go on Twitter or Instagram and post a picture of you wearing your 5'4 club outfit or whatever outfit motivates you and please use the hashtag dress for life. We will pick our favorite posts and send you a little something extra. That's hashtag dress, D R E S S, the number four in life, dress for life. And we will pick the best dress post to win a
1: little something extra to keep them motivated. <laughs> Hey, listen, when we come back, we have more great motivation from our man, JC.
0: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.
1: All right, we're back live with JC, who, by the way, Ray Lewis has now given the nickname. <laughs> James Carter now has JC. He's going to keep that nickname for life um ray knows i love to give a little story here and there and uh there's a story that that, that kind of stood out to me when i was thinking about talking with james there was a hunter and he had this his dog and he had this he sent this dog out for a rabbit and so the dog chased down the rabbit trying to chase him down but the rabbit got away so the hunter says to the dog man what's wrong with you you couldn't catch a little rabbit like that and the dog said man i was just running for my supper the rabbit was running for his life and i thought about that when it comes to motivation once we really understand truly when we're running for our lives it gives us a different level of motivation so james how's that story hit you
3: (laughs) yeah like that was crazy because you know that's perspective and yeah, i mean he just missing out on a meal you know but the other one was running for his life you know so
1: that's not always what it seems and it ties into the way you talk about being present and appreciating every moment now, like you appreciate at such a different level. What challenges do you have at inspiring your teammates to feel that sense of urgency and presence? Uh, really just lean by example. And I don't think it's a challenge. Uh,
3: they know my story. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a team captain now. And with that being said, Anything I do, you know, they're gonna listen. And we got Ray Lewis here, and I showed you the video before we came yes. on. My, I watch it before every game. It's called. You can find it on YouTube. It's, said, it's called Ray Lewis Rise, and uh, he was sitting down with Michael Irvin. And every time I watch that video, it just it puts me in a zone and makes me like Ray say, "Pissed off for greatness." <laughs> and he says, "In any war, who pulls that general out?" He says, when I put on that jersey, that 52, every man in this building believes in one thing. Whatever our generals say, we follow. And with me being the captain, I look at myself as a general. I change, I'm 24, I'm not 52, so when I took that 24 on, you know, that's how I be feeling. And so, uh, man, I set the tone every 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 day walking in, with the way I come to work, and uh, I just do the right thing. And... Uh, what I, what I say goes around there, and, and the, the challenges it, there really is no challenges because they know what I've been through, and so for them to I used to get chemotherapy every Monday, and so for them to come in in our workout groups on Monday and not give it all they got, you know, all I gotta do really is just look at them, and, and they'll know <laughs> that they're not working hard enough, or you know that they're blessed to be in a position having a scholarship. So really, uh, I can help them I just by with a look. Really, that's awesome.
2: Man, you know what? Uh-uh, and boy, you gonna. Boy, come on, i'm a dad i'm a father now i'm a father so i have four sons myself man and uh and it's something that i you know i always wanted to hear or a father wants to hear and to hear that i inspire you um i never let that go unnoticed um because i always i started to do something james early in my life to realize that someone is always watching
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? And you never know who it is that's watching. And it was really interesting that you you pull out that video itself because I don't forget what Michael was like, what these people may be saying and this and that and I said, do you understand that the number 52 is bigger than a, it's bigger than a freaking game. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than a win and loss. Like it's really about changing someone's life and 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 that's what you have the ability to do being a captain, being a leader, being someone who's been through the fire and now found your way out being a man of god, being a man who understands that we can't do nothing without the relationship with god it's right. it's, it's, it's 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 what your substance is about, and it's the reason I'm telling you straight up I tell my sons this all the time it's the reason Jay they see the only thing that's kept me around for 17 plus years was purely my effort. Mm-hmm. That, that was it, bro. I, I'm telling you, you already know this, right? Just like you said, you wish you have ran track and all these things, man, I wish I did a lot because I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the strongest, but the things that I found myself going through in life challenged me to do things that men wouldn't try to do. That's why I applaud you today, because what you what you what you were faced with doctors gave a story. And it's about life. Man, life came quick for you as a young man. Right. Right. It came quick for me and we were challenged early. But I truly believe your only challenge to become greater. Right. And, 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 and I think that's where we are to. To, I wanna I wanna applaud you. I wanna congratulate you.
3: Thank you so much. Um
2: yeah, brother, I don't want you to think that what you've came through and what you've overcame is just something that people just do. No, you are a hero in the cancer world, you are a hero in this world, you yes. are you 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 are a mover, you a shaker, you are you are innovative, you you're everything that that inspires people that we don't have to to buy in to the cars that you're dealt. Right? Sometimes in life you gotta do something to change it. Mm -hmm. And 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 man, I'm I'm telling you, James, I appreciate your fight. I appreciate who you are as a man. I appreciate your brothers. Um I know they all have to be strong men to to raise a young man like yourself. Mm -hmm. I appreciate your mom, your family, and um and man, I'm 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 really excited that, that we got a chance to share this, man. And I'm really excited that honestly you know, you are actually first guest, man. That that we actually get to share this story, um, with the world, man. Um, this about is, actually pushing forward. Yeah.
3: This is unbelievable, really, Dr. Conti, Thank you yeah. for setting this up with me being able to talk to the legendary Ray Lewis and just, I'm talking to Ray Lewis right now. I know. <laughs> and for years, just watching his style of play, the effort he gave. Like you said, like I I run, I don't have the fastest 40 yard dash, and I don't bench 225 the most times, but to see. Ray showed that with effort you know you can you can do great things and just Ray thanks all those words saying I inspired you like that's just yeah that's really unbelievable to me you know you don't know the feeling I got going through my whole body right now all the way down to my toes from hearing you say that to me because you just you know really we look at you as as a real, real life superhero and so for you to say that to me that's just uh thank you so much it's unbelievable
1: uh, when man, I first, we were- when 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 I talked to James and he had told me about you being his idol, I was just like, and then I listened to his story and and I heard in his heart like how much he wants to impact people. Like I just I just was naturally drawn. I just love this young man. But I was like, well, I got to get him on this show because I just wanted to connect him with you. Because when you see Ray, as you see him, and like like he's just like. James like man, I love this too. I'm like, yes, that that's Ray. Like, that's the Ray people don't even realize. Like, he is phenomenal. When
3: yeah. he told a fib to me, he said he wanna tackle me, but I know he don't care who he gonna like, Ray will tackle anyway. Yeah. He, he now nah,
2: that's out. the business side <laughs> 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 No man, listen, I, I think I think you guys, man, like this is this is good, man. I'm heading out to a meet now and the motivation that I have to just inspire somebody, J- JC, I got I got one thing I'm gonna challenge you to do that you're already doing, and you know challenge our listeners, man, and that is change one life a day. Mm-hmm. Share your story with somebody, inspire somebody that may be on their way to give up, to maybe on their way to commit suicide because of they think that they're there at the end of the road. Mm-hmm. You know, challenge challenge yourself to do more i think in this world now with a lot of the things that we're starting to see if we can have young men like you share your story Mm -hmm. to tell people why it's important that your story must be heard man I, i i look forward to the day that i'm able to shake your hand and look in your eyes man to man and see a warrior a warrior for life right the game will come and go the game will fade one day what you do in this life to impact others and what you do in this life to keep pushing forward, that's what your destiny is. And that's what your legacy is all about. So you have a great legacy you're starting right now, young man. I applaud you again. I'm really excited to know you as a brother. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to know you as a man. And like I said, again, uh, one day we will meet face to face and and we will hopefully change, keep changing this world together.
3: Yes, sir. Well, Well, challenge accepted. And uh, we can start today Start on Monday We're changing A lot today You know it's a Monday It's a perfect day to start And I'm looking Let's forward to that I'm looking forward to that day More than you know To shake your hand
1: And yep. James If you had a thought For everybody out there Listening who's, who, who might be struggling And going through Something similar If you had a final thought For, for them What would that be? A final thought Is Your mind
3: Is the most powerful Weapon you have oh. stay, stay strong
1: And The world is yours that's it. That's what it's that's it. It. That's it. That's it. It's what it's all about. It's why that's really why Ray and I set out to do this. And uh, we have absolutely been honored to have you on. JC. Well I know enough. That's what oh, I'm sir. calling you from here on out, my man <laughs> J C. But uh, definitely thank you for downloading the Tackling Life Podcast today. Subscribe to the podcast and you'll get two all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. And please help spread the word and bring in new listeners by going to our iTunes page and giving us a rating and a review. For more tackling life content, go to raylewis.com and drchristianconti.com. Plus, you'll find us on Facebook. Until next time, for Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti.